0: stop stop i can't take it anymore oh i do the live ones too yes i know i saw your act in the theater you're really quite good quite a certain harmful habit stop it now i'm mm. leaving yeah i don't think he felt anything after the crash Hello and welcome back. We are breaking up with RBS. This is episode number 81 and I am Tani Santabria.
1: And I am JDK Winnikin still JDK Winnikin. Good to know. I know. It's good to check in on that every day. You never know. You never know. Every day <laughs> is different. It is. Although every day we have the opportunity to debunk the junk, which is mm-hmm. what we are here to talk about mm-hmm. again today for the 81st time. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you to all of you for joining us, whether this is your 81st time or your first time. Thank you so much for doing so. If you're listening live, good morning. If you're listening as a podcast, and you can get this wherever you get your podcasts, thank you so much for subscribing, leaving us a review, and sharing with your friends. We really do appreciate it. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel that has videos of every single episode, and also our Facebook group, both of which are named Breaking Up With RBS. You can check that out. You can check out Tawny's six-week self-mastery course at unperfectyourself.com, where you can take all the things we're talking about here, apply them in your own context, And every second Saturday of the month, you can join us for a free workshop for one hour on Zoom where we introduce you to a lot of these techniques and answer some questions. We're just building an empire. (laughs) We got a lot. Got a lot Mm -hmm. going on. Yes. An empire of junk debunking.
0: Yeah. Oh, an empire of just junk, right? (laughs) Sounds like like my room. Empire of junk. I think we've all experienced a little bit of room <laughs> empire full of junk that's at some right. point in our lives, right? Full of full of things
1: that we treasure yes. for one reason or another. Anyway. Yes.
0: How are you, Tawny? Well, doing yeah. really well. That's Feeling good. energized, getting great sleep lately.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. There's more sunlight where we live, which is helpful. Yes. The days are longer. Yep. So I get more done. It's getting a little warmer, slowly but surely.
0: Slowly but surely, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So...
1: Yeah, and this tends to be a time where, like, I think, at least for me, I feel like I'm coming out of the the winter hibernation, the mm-hmm. slowness, the coziness, mm-hmm. and starting to get, if not more busy, it's a different type of activity. There's more, yeah. maybe going more places, doing more things, more things mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. And this becomes a period of time every year where being busy can suddenly
0: get to be a, a thing. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe... And and it's it, it's interesting, like the the word busy. Mm-hmm. Right? Like what does that even mean? Right. Right. Okay.
1: <laughs> right. Let's let's go there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about it. All right. So so we're with busy.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, go. Go, go, go.
0: Um right. Like I, I think that there's something about I, I hear a lot from from my clients like, yeah, been busy or gosh. I don't feel like I have time for all the things, you know, that whole like, I "I don't have time for that, that kind of thing. And I don't even know if it's a seasonal thing. Um, I don't have time because I think we hear that a lot during the holiday season, you know, and and all kinds of times during the year, I think. But if we've got a chronic sort of story of like, oh my gosh, I don't have time for that. Right. Um, There's something behind that 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 could be sort of elevating the stress response a little bit. So so I'm always very sensitive to hearing from people, I just don't have time.
1: (laughs) I don't have the time for that. Right,
0: right. right. Yeah. Now that I think about
1: it, there can be a lot of BS stories that hide behind that or can be Mm. built on top of that. Mm -hmm. I don't have enough time.
0: Yeah. Like, well, you don't have enough time. Like, What does that even mean when we think about I don't have enough time? Like, because we are very time centered. We are. For one. We are. Right. And um, when we say that, are we even really aware of how we're using our time in the first place? Okay. I I think I find that a lot of times there's not a whole lot of awareness or intention around time usage. (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's like we we've told ourselves for so long the brain just automatically goes to you don't have time for this right mm-hmm. and then we start to believe it and so then anything that interrupts us in a particular moment we go straight to I don't have time for I don't that
1: have time for that
0: yeah <laughs> right and and the thing might not even need to be addressed mm-hmm. at this particular moment either right so. Just an interesting concept, I think. But it is, because I'm thinking
1: of how the words, what they might imply. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for this. Who is giving you the time from the outside that you would no longer have the time for? Does that make sense? Like, that's, that's almost an external thing. Are oh, we totally the ones completely. who decide right. mm-hmm. how much
0: time we have for something? Right, right. And are we, again, are we even aware of our time usage in the first place, (laughs) right? Good question. Because I would would guess, you know, um, lots of people have lots of time for being on their phones, for social media. They find that time. For, you know, those those distracting things. Watching television. Yes, that we engage in quite a bit. Yeah. Right? So it's sort of like... Um, do you want time for something in particular? Mm. Right. I think that some. you know, what's the intention behind the, I don't have time for that. Is it a thing that is like, first, I don't want to have time for that. Okay. So that's cool. If you don't want to have time for that and you're very clear <laughs> about not wanting to have time for that, <laughs> you could say, I don't want to have time for that.
1: <laughs> but think how, think how weird that sounds, but right. that's actually more honest. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually more honest in that mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. And then it would seem to me the other way would be more honest of saying something would be. That's not important enough for me to have time for. Could be. Mm-hmm. That's one possible. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying I don't have time for that, that's not
0: important enough for me to have time for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or I don't deserve time for that. What about oh, that one? Man. Ooh, so that means something different. Oh. Right because then
1: because then that's judging whatever
0: else you're doing with the rest of your time Well who knows right that that's a whole nother you know story behind <laughs> the time thing right uh not enough time and 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 then are you what, what time are you using that is valuable like are you using time in such a way that matters to you mm-hmm. I mean that's a whole nother. Yeah. question about, I don't have time for that, right? Are you even engaging in the things that matter mm-hmm. to you in the first place? Because certainly if someone is engaged in all the things that matter to them, you know, they might not want time for other things. Right. They're choosing that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And so, um, but, but we we'll probably want to check and see where does this, I don't have time come from in the first place. hmm And what does it really mean when I say that?
1: It's a good open-ended question to ask on a regular basis. Yeah. I think it's important because the the more I think about it, not enough time puts us in a position where we're more reactive than responsive or proactive. Could be. It it doesn't feel empowering. No, because it it kind of gives the impression that my time is already being taken by these things. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By whatever responsibilities I have, whatever my job is, whatever's going on with my family, mm-hmm. but, you know, we—I think we kind of have these set, i i these concepts in our mind of what that means on some general level. But the idea that's somehow being inflicted on us from the outside is a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you and I talk about this all the time. Any kind of phrasing or concept or thought process. That takes us away from our own agency, and therefore responsibility. I kind of get yellow flags come Mm -hmm. up, or orange, or red, depending on what it Mm -hmm. is. Yeah. This one kind of sit that it's interesting. That one kind of sits kind of strangely. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Depending on the context, of course. Sure. Sure. Right, because it would be something if somebody said, "I don't have time for this thing," because I'm consciously choosing other things. That makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Like if it's if it's I'm not going to take time to engage in a conversation that is not going to help me or in you know some some sort of toxic thing that's going on. I'm not going to do that. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. But then that's coming from a position of intentionality and agency, Mm -hmm. rather than oh I just don't have time because my time is being taken up by all these other things. Yes,
0: yes, and I usually hear it in the context of. You know, not that all these words are used, but I wish I had time for other things than what I have to spend my time on, Oh, right? Yeah. So usually I don't have time means something like that means I don't have say in my life. I have to tend to all these other things, Ooh. right? And instead of the things that I'd rather tend to, but, but then I... You know, we always have to explore sort of consciously looking at what are you using time for, Mm -hmm. right? Because there are these pockets of, like, uh, time wasters. Oh, yeah. Right? That we're not even aware. We know we're doing it, but we're not aware that we actually aren't choosing what's most valuable to us. Right. Right? Like, we do have time Mm -hmm. if we choose To put it towards things that matter most to us. We we do have enough time for some of these things.
1: We do. We do. Yeah, because how often is somebody saying, I don't have time for this. And what they aren't saying is, because I wasted three hours doing something else. And now I don't have time for this. Mm -hmm. Because to do that, then you have to take a look and go, yeah, that was me. (laughs) I could have had those three hours and wow
0: and those were when the brain hears i don't have time mm. the brain wants to prove you right it wants to prove us right right the brain looks for proof so when we're talking to ourselves and we've got these conditioned stories one being i don't have time like to be fully in my life right the brain believes it the brain looks for proof
1: yeah it does
0: to show you that you're right yeah and, and so here's herein lies the problem, right? Mm-hmm. If, if we're going to continue to tell ourselves we don't have time, we don't have time, we don't have time for the things that matter most to us, we will continue to not find time for the things that matter most to us. And then what happens to quality of life? Mm-hmm. It tanks, goes downhill, or just stays the same in a way that we're not really pleased with. Yeah, it's unsatisfactory mm-hmm. and
1: found wanting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's, that's part of what we've learned about the brain, right? That neuroplasticity of the brain. The brain looks to find meaning where there isn't any for whatever purpose, right? To bring comfort, to bring meaning, to give, to assign some level. It's, it's trying to do that. On one hand, that's where BS stories can come from. On the other hand, the good news of that is it can actually learn to move away from those, which is what we're talking about, yeah. right? Is not feeding those and, and remembering that agency that we have. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. isn't it interesting how many times we come on here and it's these throw the oftentimes these what come across is these throwaway statements oh i don't have enough time mm-hmm. that we go oh that has a bigger impact on how you're framing things than than you might think yes Than we might think yes i say you but i mean we oh, all do oh, it all of us yes all yeah of this. yeah wow okay so wow let's flip this around then so if mm-hmm. it's i don't have enough time Mm-hmm. And that's the BS story, and that's the finding meaning. What about what's the what's the opposite way to build meaning mm-hmm. and have the brain find the things that actually are closer to reality?
0: Well, this is a great one to reframe. I'm not always a big fan of reframe mm. just to reframe, but I think sure. that this one is a great way to start. A great one to start to reframe around, and I think that you know when we notice ourselves going to this stressed out place of I don't have time. We might be able to stop and pause and and say instead, I have time for the things that I value or I have time for the things that matter most to me, (laughs) right? Like, like, let's be honest with ourselves. Yeah. So then we get to say, we get to look at what do we really value and what actually matters most? Because sometimes we don't even ask ourselves this question. We just go on automatic pilot doing all the things and all the things. We don't have time. We don't have time because we're on automatic pilot, but- we could get off the hamster wheel if we so choose, but we've got to ask ourselves or say to ourselves different things.
1: hmm mm-hmm. Yeah, and see there, what that does is I could feel that when you put that forward I was like, oh, that puts that in my lap.
0: Yeah,-hmm
1: that puts that puts that in my hands to really work with mm-hmm. and decide
0: on Not the not the time the person No, not, the, <laughs> not, the, not the, the the owner of the time. Not the owner of the time, right? It's actually <laughs> me. You know, yes, yeah. And it and
1: it, what that requires is I'm just putting myself in that position. At least for me, it requires okay, what am I where am I spending time that isn't on the things that matter most? Mm-hmm. And then why am I doing that? <laughs> why am I doing that? That doesn't matter. And I realized that that can that can start leading to some other questions that might become increasingly scary, perhaps, or uncomfortable, maybe uncomfortable is a better word. Oh, because if that's happening around your job, for example, you might start asking yourself, am I in the right spot? Do I really want to be here? Can I do something different? Yeah, important questions. Important questions, right? Mm -hmm. Which could lead to changes and changes can be uncomfortable and all that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But to not do that is to, and then say I don't have enough time, is to just sort of assign yourself to that stuck spot because you drop it out of your own hands and you put it in the hands of something amorphous that doesn't really have control, but we give it control.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so again, goes back to quality of life. Mm-hmm. We get to choose to, to a lot of degree what we want in that, mm-hmm. right? And so asking ourselves the tough questions, if we'd like the quality of life to be different for ourselves, we, we, we've got to start asking ourselves these tough questions. That doesn't mean there's going to be a you know, like a, a magical sort of answer yeah. the next day or the next hour or the next month even, but starting to really become a little bit more reflective and a little bit more empowered around, you know, moment to moment choices and decisions.
1: Mm-hmm. And that could include things like, am I spending my time worrying about this thing or, or ruminating on this mm-hmm. too much or, you know. Looking at some part of my life as either lacking or, or that. I mean, how much
0: time are you spending on
1: BS stories mm-hmm. around yeah. whatever it might be? Mm-hmm.
0: Or just doing the things that you think you should do, <laughs> even though you're experiencing no valuable return. Ooh. Right. It's Ooh. the other part. <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah. The things that matter mm-hmm. are the things that would bring us valuable return, it would seem mm-hmm. or should.
0: Mm-hmm. Or could probably would probably would because <laughs> they matter because they matter, <laughs> they just simply because they matter, right? Right? Then we also have to
1: ask, do they matter and why do they matter? We have to ask those questions, am I being told this matters,
0: mm-hmm. or does this
1: really matter,
0: right? How do we know if it actually matters? Well, we have to experience it and then we get to decide, mm-hmm. oh, uh-huh. there is a return. We don't have to just be told, right? That's probably part, part of the trouble. And the boat we're in right now is we're doing a lot of things that we've just been told we're supposed to be doing. Oh, yeah. Not really experiencing other than or different or Mm -hmm. um, to really kind of like investigate for ourselves. Hmm, Yeah. Does this matter if I get eight hours of sleep instead of four and a half?
1: (laughs) Step out on a limb there and say... Yeah, it's better at
0: eight. <laughs> Probably it is. I mean, that's a that's a no brainer. Right. Probably it is. But some of the other things, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's not much of a difference between eight and six and a half hours for you, right? Or right, right? like there might might not be much of a difference. Or
1: well, and even the questions about um, investment in relationships of any kind. I mean, we're in a constant state of growth and change and shifting, and with ourselves and with other people, you can end up asking yourself the uncomfortable question. I'm spending a lot of time in this particular relationship or something like that. The, what's the, the, uh, what am I getting from it? Is it producing what I want? Is it giving me what I want? Those, yeah. those can get, am I giving this too much?
0: Have a- I had this conversation too many times? Am I even enjoying the experience of this? <laughs> this is a great one to start with. <laughs> <laughs> am I even enjoying the ex- Wow. Yeah. Simple, easy and easy answer probably. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. If we take
1: it away from all the assignments of mm-hmm. should, right? Because if it's a relationship with a best friend or a partner or a parent, mm-hmm. those can be real fuel areas for, well, no, it should because I have these longstanding connections or I've made this commitment or these choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at least the scary stuff. Yes. It's a lot easier, Tawny, on some level to just go, I don't have enough time. Well,
0: easier?
1: Uh, well, no. T- I mean, I just mean easier to... It, you know, to say that than to really, to find that. Oh, you lost wow, your headphones. I
0: lost my headphones.
1: Rolled right off. <laughs> that was amazing.
0: That was. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. I got to get my headphones back <laughs> on. Or do I really need to? I probably don't. But yes, you're right.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I guess what I'm saying is is it's not better. Yes. But there's a reason why we can fall back into that series of statements or that that position. I don't have enough time.
0: Well, and it's about familiarity. Right? <laughs> if we've if we've got going back to this, like if this is a chronic sort of story for us that we live by, uh, you know, I haven't had time for my life my whole life, you know. Um then and we go back to it and we notice ourselves going back to this, yeah. then it's it's about repetition, right? We've gone back to this story for so, so many times that it's familiar, it's, you know, safe, it's comfortable, it's okay. Keeps me from having to look elsewhere or making changes, Um, but quality of life then is what it is, Mm -hmm. and it'll just be that way. You're not going to find more time without a different sort of story.
1: Yeah, and and without some different choices Mm -hmm. and some different priorities, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Because yeah, it keeps I keep coming back to what do we what do you give your time away to Mm -hmm. that later on you're saying I don't have enough time. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, it's going to require changes and this is what i always tell people too Is sort of like when and if you find yourself wanting to make the changes and then you think oh my gosh i already don't have time and then i want to make these changes how am i going to have time for the changes right you're already utilizing using up a lot of energy to fill your time on automatic pilot mm-hmm. you're already doing it right so when you transfer over that energy to something that's a difference right You're just transferring energy over. You're not needing more time to make the changes. You're just shifting. You're still working with the same amount of time, but you're more present and aware and intentional from moment to moment, which offers the experience of, like, oh, all of a sudden I have more time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Or less anxiety about the time that I'm
1: spending and suddenly more is getting done or... I'm spending it in different ways or I'm feeling better about mm-hmm. or feeling more whole and, and feeling less spread thin or whatever. I've been going through this thing recently where I've been trying to, instead of listing out everything that I need to do, mm-hmm. I'll have a basic list of like, you know, kind of the big things I need to get done for work, whatever. But then when I remember something that goes, oh, yeah, I got to do that. If at all possible, I just go and do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I have to send that email rather than write that down on the list and inevitably have it slip with the rest of it, I just do it. And I'm finding that that's actually doing what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It opens up. I'm, I'm, Oh, wow. Okay. I have more time than I thought because I'm just sitting down taking care of it. Oh, that took 30 seconds. That didn't have to take in my mind. I was going to take 10 minutes mm-hmm. or I'm feeling better about getting these things done. So it's, it's easing energy I have around everything else I'm doing, and suddenly I'm not worried as much about the time that I've got. It's a really interesting way to go about it.
0: Just kind of go, oh, that's the, uh, let me do that right now. Yeah, worry will eat up a bunch of time, mm-hmm. right? Because we're thinking about this way and that way, and should I and no, and that'll work and that won't work, and we're that's a lot of seconds that we're eating up is. by going through that process for sure. It is. You know, I've, I have I have a a
1: few friends that I talk to on the phone who live elsewhere and we're all pretty good about if we only have a certain amount of time, Hey, I've got 15 minutes. You know, there are a lot of times where that 15 minutes, that's it. But then there's some times where we talk for 15 minutes and all of a sudden we're drifting beyond 15 minutes. And what's great is one of the two of us, we usually go, Hey, was being conscious of 15 minutes. Do you have more time? Oh yeah, I got more time. I can, I can choose that. And then, and I've had conversations that ended up being two hours instead of 15 minutes but everybody's conscious of the trade-off that they're making sure they're saying nope I'm going to trade that off you know to continue the conversation there's something about that that I really like because then I get to have the enjoyment on the other end of this person took 15 minutes out of a busy day wanted to connect so we did and then this person is willfully choosing to stay we're both willfully choosing to stay I don't have to ask myself a question. Oh, boy, I hope that didn't cause them more difficulty. They're choosing. Mm -hmm. And I'm choosing. Mm
0: -hmm. It's great how well that works. Yes, yes. As long as everybody's choosing Mm -hmm. with awareness and intention. Yep. Right? So if somebody gets off the phone and was like, oh, gosh, that took way longer than we said it was going to take. Now I don't have time for Right. That's why we always ask. (laughs) Are you sure? Right. So that's that part of like really being clear internally. What do you want to have time for? Oh, that's
1: that's different. That's such a that's such a better set of questions. It's much more honest. But man, it requires us to show up a little bit more than Mm -hmm. I don't have time does.
0: Yeah. Yeah, And then we don't have to be all stressed out about the whole thing.
1: We don't. Oh,
0: it's nice. Right? <laughs> Take that stress response down from the body because, in the body, because I don't have time is very stressful.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, well, we used up our time. <laughs> we don't have enough time to continue <laughs> on we this. We don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> so, and out there, you might have more time to listen to more of this. But fortunately for you, we will be back next week uh, with another episode of Breaking Up with Our BS. Remember, if you missed any of this or any of our other episodes, you can get this as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find video of all of these episodes at our YouTube channel Breaking Up With RBS. Thank you so much for joining us this time around. Consider where you spend your time between now and next week, but next week come back and spend it with us. Until then, I'm JDK Winnikin.
0: and I'm Tony Santabria. We'll
1: see you later. Mm-hmm. How do you all feel tonight?
0: Stop, stop, I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live ones too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theatre. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit.